And now, here's Matt Mosley. I just Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, live at Los Cucos. And our next guest, I was trying to get him, I think maybe he didn't love the fact that I had pointed to a tiny amount left that I had. This green sauce is what I think is the best in town, maybe the best in Texas, Los Cucos. I'll be here till 6 o'clock, and you can register for a pair of cowboy boots from Big Ranch Western Wear in Waco, right off Valley Mills next to Fuddruckers. But now, here's how you come see us. We're at, uh, and Kevin, you've been living here in Waco now. Uh, I think I'm describing this okay. You get off on the loop right around um, 340 and Highway 6, and then I'm, I can see 35 from here, and we're kind of tucked away in here. So like uh, Hillcrest Hospital, I think I passed that um, coming in here. And, uh, and Kevin, great. It's, it's great. Or, or you could, Matt, you could put Los Cucos into the GPS. And it'll I know. take care of itself. That's not a bad way to do it, okay? But come up here and sign up for these boots. We've got, oh, we've had several people pull off the road. I know Kevin Stevenson from Ascension Providence is going to be uh, coming by here to visit us. And uh, we've got so much going on in Central Texas. But right now, Kevin Gall, the uh, Athletics Chief Strategy Officer at Baylor. Okay, there's a lot of stuff on your bio here, Kevin. I mean, you've got the kids involved. You've got a, a Bible verse. I do love a good Bible verse. Um, but, uh, Kevin, welcome to the, the, the Matt Mosley Show, and welcome to uh, Labor Day weekend. You have accused me of booking you on, uh, on holiday the shows. Fridays before a holiday weekend. Yep, that, is, that seems to be my sweet spot. So uh, I, appreciate, uh, I appreciate getting to be here. I, I like having you on any time, but I did start to laugh today. I was, just, I was asking, wasn't thinking about holiday weekend at all. And as I was typing it, I said, oh, it's Labor Day weekend. <laughs> and Kevin always gives me a hard time. And I went ahead and asked you anyway. Now, let's see what you've cho- chosen for your biopic on your Twitter is at, the, at Baylor Ballpark. Uh, it appears is that um, or is that is that where that is? Oh yeah, that's okay. Baylor Ballpark. That that is Gus, my youngest son Gus, overlooking. I believe it was a Baylor Kansas game this past this past year, but it had the big BU and it's kind of a panoramic shot. So we we yeah. went with it. I like that. That is your profile pick. Uh, father to Henry, uh, Georgia, and Gus feels like I feel like Gus is the is the child that I see the the goal child that I see the most because he is. Uh, He's, he's with you at a lot of these Baylor events, and that's got to be fun to, to bring the kids to some of these games. Now, do they have a – is football just because of the pageantry and it's so big, uh, or is there something else, volleyball, soccer? You seem to have really jumped on the uh, soccer bandwagon at Baylor. Uh, the bandwagon is probably unfair. You really support the – the, the soccer program, which which of these uh, venues do the kids seem to like the most? Uh, kids kids like them all. I would say soccer is big with us because my middle daughter, Georgia, is a, is a big into soccer. And uh, she went to Coach Leonard's press conference when we introduced her. And so uh, for us, soccer uh, is a big one. My daughter also loves acrobatics and tumbling. Mm. Um, but she, she likes football, too. My oldest son, Henry, um, he uh, he loves college basketball. He, he he will sit and watch a basketball game and enjoy it. And then Gus probably loves baseball the most right now. So um, he uh, he's big into that. So um, and to your point, they they'll, they'll all love going to the football game tomorrow. But uh, but they each have kind of their individual niches, and it 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 is fun for them to have a 
kind of a sense of broader community around um, what I do and, and at Baylor and Waco and all of it. So yeah. we're, we're really appreciative that we get to do that. That's what Gus told me one time. He said, I, I just have a sense of a broader community when I'm, when I'm, when I'm hanging out around here. <laughs> he actually said those words to me. I've seen Gus at some news conferences. Yeah, he, he was at Coach Thompson's press yes. conference. Yep, because baseball, That's, you know, wanted him to, yep. Oh, hey, the Mosley show. People are now. <laughs> we're going to scare the scare the young man there. Hello, welcome to the Matt Mosley show here at Los Cucos. Get them some of that green sauce. I think they heard your directions and just and they they appeared magically. Absolutely, I think they're they're saying right now. Do we want to get another table? <laughs> we we want y'all right there. Okay, I can turn this down a little bit if we need to. Meet Kevin Gall. Kevin Gall from uh, Baylor Athletics. Now. Uh, oh, he's coming over for the fist bump. I, I like it. it. Oh, good to see you. Yeah, Matt Mosley. People coming We're by. We're not even live on the radio. This just broadcast to Matt's parents' basement. <laughs> that's right. You all need to sign up for a free pair of uh, cowboy boots, okay? And uh, that's from Big Ranch Western Wear. Just sign up here right here. We'd love to have you. Okay, Kevin, where were we? Oh, talking about Baylor Athletics. Now, tomorrow it gets started, and uh, it's always so much fun, and Baylor has a staff of like well over a hundred people, four hundred, whatever it is. That that the, the game day yep. is a, is enormous. Some of those are full time employees. Some of those are part time. But it takes a a large amount of people to put one of these things on. Now, are we getting to the point with Baylor now? Do you sense that even though it's you Albany? I mean, obviously, you and I both went here. There were times where it really depended on who you were playing. This is not, you know, it's a very, I like you, Albany, if they're listening. They got here in town early. Look forward to seeing the Great Danes. This is not a huge draw. But what you wanted to get Baylor to is a point where it doesn't matter who they're playing. People are going to show up. I saw Tennessee playing Ball State. The place was packed. People were having fun. And Tennessee doesn't always have great football. Baylor does now. Have you sensed, you know, just coming off the uh, the Big 12 championship even more excitement and what kind of crowd are we expecting tomorrow? Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have a great crowd. Um, we got fireworks after the game. Um, it's always exciting. The the first game, the kickoff. Uh, I even like the time, six o'clock. It's it, it won't be crazy hot out, and the folks in Dallas or Austin, they'll be. They don't have to stay the night. They can get home that night. So I, I think we'll have a great crowd. And and you mentioned our our game day crew. Um, they're the unsung heroes of football season. Uh, our, our game ops staff, our facilities crew, really the two people that, that those weed up to are, are Jovan Overshone, who runs our, our external, who do, and her team does a phenomenal job, and then Cody Hall, who's our CFO of, in athletics. He uh, Facilities reports up to him. And so really the, the combo of that group um, and, and, uh, and those two leaders will produces the product, the great product we'll see tomorrow. So uh, I think Baylor fans are just excited to kick off. I mean, have, do you kind of check in? You're head of strategy for Baylor Athletics. Do you strategize what kind of fireworks show you want to put on? Do you kind of look into that and see what kind of pyrotechnics they may have out there? I mean, this is because Mac was really playing up. The, I heard him on with John. He was on with me yesterday. But he was really playing up the fireworks angle. I think uh, one of the great things that I've learned from Mac as a leader, and I think you can learn it from Coach Aranda too, is self-awareness. And so I know my limitations of my talent, and uh, I, I don't belong anywhere around fireworks or the planning of fireworks uh, or the execution of fireworks. Did you have a favorite, though, as a kid, like a Roman candle or any – was there any particular – were you a sparkler guy? 
No, actually, uh, honestly, I, I never went to a fireworks stand until I got married. My wife, my wife was—they did it growing up, and I and I, I never really did it. So, uh, so there's a there's a fireworks stand out in Weatherford, Texas, by, by Lake Weatherford, by my mother-in-law's place. That's probably the first time I've ever been. <laughs> I like that. You just kind of you eased into yeah, just eased into fireworks it. in yep. life. Kevin yep. Gall, chief uh, strategist for. Uh, Baylor Athletics joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, coming to you from the Los Cucos. Now, I wanted to get your take on the big news uh, with the college football playoff. At least there was a vote. We're kind of moving in the right direction, and this was the – there's so many different things. There's like an NCAA Board of Governors, which now uh, our own President Livingstone is the chair of. This was the CFP Board of Managers, and this involved 11 – uh, either chancellors or presidents across the country, and they 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 reached consensus. They voted and said, "Hey, let's move forward with this model that that uh, Commissioner Bowlesby and others came up with, and let's start moving this forward." Now, do, is there enough momentum now with this vote? Walk us through it. The, the way I understand this, the commissioners are supposed to meet next week. There's like ten of those folks. Um, are you, do you think this is going to get done? I mean, I, yeah, so I, I, eventually I, it will get done. Do you think it could be done by 2024? Um, maybe. I think today was a really great step. Um, I think 12 uh, consensus from people I respect uh, across the country, 12 is a good number. Um, there, you can make an argument for other numbers, but I think 12 is a great number. I think looking at it from Baylor's perspective, going back to even before the college football playoff to 2013, so the last decade, 2013, 14, 19, and 21, we would have been in a 12-team playoff. So four out of the last 10 years, we would have been in a 12-team playoff. Um, and I, I, one, of the, one of the things I was reading today, last year we would have been uh, the fourth highest-ranked conference champion, and we, would have, um, and we would have hosted a game that, that it was Georgia and maybe the 12 seed or whatever. And, uh, and so we would have probably wound up hosting – Georgia mm. in in that and so again I think twelve is a great number. There's a lot to work out. They got to work out obviously um, the the AQs. They got to work out the 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 media contracts and and everything. So um, certainly don't want to put the cart before the the horse. Um, there's a lot of smart smart people that'll speak into this over the coming weeks. But I think today's a good step. Yeah, I just it it really is interesting to look back and see where Baylor would have been all these years. It's fun, isn't it, to update? Did you see that, that it updated the, uh, what you know, last year's, the 2021 oh, yeah. Big 12 title? I mean, yeah. sometimes you you create an area in a stadium, and you're like, I hope that thing doesn't stay, you know, stay bare for too long, and to see that. And, oh, yeah. And no, it's, uh, it, it, again, tomorrow, kickoff, everyone will get to see that 20, you know, that uh, 2021 um, Big 12 champions would be great. And, and, and I'll say this about college football playoff expansion and us having, you know, we would have gotten in for the last 10 years if it had been 12 teams. Um, I'll t- I tell you what I, what I love about our people, about Mac, about Coach Aranda. There, there's not a lot of whining for expansion in, in, our, in, our, in our building because uh, all of us hadn't gotten, we haven't given up on getting into a 14 playoff, I'll tell you that much. So, hey, if it expands, I think it's great, but, but, Everyone in our building believes that we can we can crack into a fourteen playoff at some point here in the near future. Well, I mean, I think it I think it could happen. I mean, the schedule is going to be interesting this year. You start looking at it. I mean, I I think you could you could be just as good as last year. I mean, you got great depth 
Um, but you might not end up with as good a record. I mean, the truth of, of it is, I mean, you hope so. But, I mean, 12 wins is a school, re- I mean, a school record, and it was arguably there will be people that argue that one of those teams, whether it be 13 or 14 or whichever one, was the best Baylor team ever. But, I mean, if you just look at wins and accomplishments and everything, is one of the greatest teams ever. And it came on the heels of a really tough year, the pandemic. So it's uh, it's it's – I mean, it's just exciting to well, think. To, to, to your point, um, where, where I think you were going, the depth of the Big 12 is um, really tough. And yeah. the Big 12 is a sneaky good coaches league from the standpoint of, of um, the depth of coaching talent in the league is really, really good. Um, there's, not, there's not a gimme victory in the Big 12. And, uh, and so to, to that point, whoever wins this league this year, it will have been well earned. Yeah, I just I, I like to look at all these teams' depth charts, and there's just one that I'm not able to see, you know, that they've they've kept away from us. University of Texas. I love that Sark, by the way, came out and said, "I don't know why you guys made such a big deal out of this." It's like it's it's because it's not a big deal. Nobody else in the you know thinks a depth chart is that huge a deal. I love one. I love I like committing it to memory. I love to see who's going to start, and then even look at the, like to to your point. Like the the talent level at Baylor right yes. now is so different, even than it was a couple. Now, Rule did not leave the cupboard bare. Now they had a rough year of pandemic. They got the coaching staff the way they needed, and they came came back. But when you look at the defensive line and the offensive line, and you think about the fact that PFF and all these different people, Athlons, whatever you want to say, have Baylor both the top ten in both of them, and nobody's surprised at all. I mean, that's the way it was going two years ago. Or even a few years before that, in Rule's early days, the offensive line was such a mess. And then, you know, sadly, I mean, we a lot of us are like Charlie needs to probably hang it up because he was taking such a beating and everything. And now the offensive line's incredible. And Baylor was in good enough shape that they had to make a call. Uh, a quarterback who won what ten games, ten or eleven games last year, said to say, "Sorry, we're going to pick this other player." That was never a problem. For many many years. Hey, let me ask you real quick because I love the soccer angle. You've been out there, yeah. You've seen them. Now the other, I like that they beat Houston three beat nothing, Houston 3-0. and they beat Florida. That yep. was her first win. Yep. Michelle Leonard's now UNC. I don't think it worked out that well. That's a storied program. Yep. By the way, do you know how many? You know how many national titles UNC women's soccer has? Off Not the top, off the your top head. of my head, twenty-one. Yep. That was a recent. Schmaltz's trivia <laughs> question. Um, but but here's the thing about Coach Leonard. She's gotten yeah. off to a great start. Um, we uh, had a great second half against uh, Minnesota, came back and tied the first game, um, dropped a tough one against a good Wisconsin team, went down, beat Florida. Um, again, uh, tough tough one against North Carolina. Their program's at a little bit different level right now. And then went on the road to a solid Houston team, beat them 3 nothing. Um I, I don't think Coach talks about it much because she's a very forward-thinking person. But we, uh, that program sustained a couple of major injuries in spring ball. Um, there, there are a couple of uh, young ladies who um, were going to be huge contributors that are that are not able to play this fall due to injury. So um, you know, you, you take you, t- you talk about um, the coaching challenges of a first year, a transition, a new roster. Uh, and then you add injuries on top of it, and you look at our schedule in soccer. Um, it's 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 pretty stout. Um, so we're we're just we're super excited to have Coach Leonard here, and uh, think she's. Um, I, I I just I enjoy watch, watching her coach. I've enjoyed watching her teams play yeah. so far, and we're excited about that future. I can tell you're a, you love that possession style. 
that also has some uh, attacking uh, parts to it. I, I just think that's your kind of well, soccer. I, I told so Cody Hall's our spurred oversight in in soccer, and I told him that uh, my son and I've been playing a lot of FIFA uh, on the on the uh, at home on the Nintendo, getting ready for it. And so, uh, but um, I, he, he, here's here's what I appreciate about soccer is. Um, the, those those young ladies they, they run you know they run 12 miles in a game yeah and so to be able to stop on a dime and the skill work that they do and and even just watching in a coaching change the different um uh, the different techniques coach leonard's big into analytics um and so uh there's certain areas of the field she wants to shoot from and and so um just just watching that all co- uh, come about um you know is is uh, is a lot of fun well, listen, I, it's a lot of fun to have you out here, and uh, let's not wait till the next holiday weekend. Let's do, let's do this yeah, soon. I look forward to being back for Columbus Day or uh, you know, Boxing Day, if you'll have me, maybe President's Day weekend. I'm working Labor Day. Um, I am going to be on the air because it, we're reacting to a, a Baylor game. And I don't go. care if it's a 50-point win. I hope it is. But we're going to be there because we are the flagship. I don't know if you knew that, but we are the, well, the we, flagship uh, station. Well, we, uh, we appreciate uh, you guys. We appreciate, uh, and we're looking forward to, to uh, J-Mo and J.J. having a great call uh, on, on Saturday. Hopefully a, a great game and a, yeah. uh, a victory and, and healthy, and then uh, just uh, the, the, the fun of kicking off the season. We're, we, we can't wait. It's going to be fun. Don't forget Ricky, the great Ricky Thompson as well, man who has great Best, shoe- best sideline reporter in the business. Shoe wear, and I mean, let's not go that far, but he's uh, he does a tremendous job. It is, uh, I'm kidding, Ricky. You are my favorite. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, live from Los Cucos, where we're having fajitas. I had some beef fajitas, the best green sauce in Waco, perhaps uh, about five counties. It's, it's wonderful. Come out.